0: Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Old Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. Today we're setting the table with old-time Appalachian stack cakes. We have two guests today with Peggy Hambright, owner of Magpie's Bakery in Knoxville, and Robin Payne of Blount County, Tennessee, with her recipe for apple stack cake. We're so happy to have your good company by radio or podcast or computer or on your phone. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get started. We first visit with Peggy Hambright, who owns and runs Magpie's Bakery in downtown Knoxville. When the season turns to fall, she starts making these apple stack cakes. So let's hear her talk about these now. Here we are at the Magpies and we're talking with Peggy Hambright
2: and girl what you got thinking?
1: Hey Amy. You Hambright girls can get it done don't you? We try. You don't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Well you're taking over the world of food in our area in a good way so I'm glad. I'm very glad. I mean Mercy, so we're talking with Peggy today, and um, we're gonna talk specifically about apple stack cakes. So
3: what
2: caused you to wanna put that on your menu this holiday season? I've been trying to come up with a, a good recipe for them for years, and last year, or two years ago, a local food gal got married, and she wanted an apple stack cake for each one of her tables at her wedding. So she gave me the recipe that she always used and might've been her grandmother's, I don't know. Anyway, I used that one and that's the one I've been using ever since. It's the best one that I found. So last year we we ran at them pretty hard, sold a lot of them, people really responded well. And so this year we embraced it again and and uh, they've been a real, real good seller for us. I love that it's such an old-timey thing. Well, it's one of those, it seems to be one of those things that people have a very strong uh, taste memory for, They usually their grandmother made them, or their moms made them, or their great-grandmother, and my, I didn't have anybody in my family make them, so I didn't really have any, I didn't have anything to go, go from. I had to trust my customers to give me good feedback, and we kind of responded to, to what they said. So, anyway, yeah, it's, it's really old, nice, old Appalachian tradition, and I wish that I wish that I had a personal <laughs> personal memory of them, but I just have to start forming them now, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, um, Tony Lawson's dad used to make them. Earl Lawson uh-huh. from Davis Creek, up in Duff, Tennessee, right outside of La Fala. Right on, and uh, he'd make his apple butter, uh-huh. and it was the best apple butter. And he'd make layer after layer, and oh my goodness. I thought when he passed, I'd never taste another good one. Right, and yours is
2: good. It's well, so thanks. delicious. Well, you know, everybody says um, when they when they say, "Now is that a real apple sack cake?" and I and I have grown to know that what that means is. Is the apple butter made from dried apples? And yes, indeed, ours is. We get um, organic dried apples from uh, Three Rivers Market right down the street from us, Mm. and it just makes a. I don't. I don't even know what kind they are, but it makes a just a beautiful um, applesauce with tons of flavor, and we feel we feel real good about it.
1: It is good. It's got. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. We just heard from Peggy Hambright, who owns Magpie's Bakery in Knoxville, about one of her seasonal treats, old-time apple stack cake. After the short break, we'll join up with Robin Payne of Blunt County, Tennessee. She's the former food editor for The Blunt today, and she'll have a step-by-step recipe for us on how to make this traditional Appalachian apple stack cake. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is brought to you in part by Townsend, Tennessee's Grains and Grits Festival, taking place Saturday, November 5th. This is a festival of southern spirits and gourmet grub and an opportunity to experience our region's thriving craft spirits and gourmet food community, along with some of our region's legendary distillers and blenders. With live entertainment, savory bites, and sweet treats from local restaurants and food purveyors such as Dancing Bear Lodge and Blackberry Farm. Mobility impaired parking and shuttle service on site at the Townsend Visitor Center in the peaceful side of the Smokies. Tickets and information online at grainsandgritsfest.com. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block off Broadway on North Central Street. And Magpie's West on Bearden Hill inside the Village Exchange, just east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily, with Pie Day on Fridays. Magpie's is your home for game day cookies, cupcakes, and treats, and now taking holiday orders, including the old-time apple stack cake, made with apple butter filling cooked in-house from dried apples and muddy pond sorghum. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles with a full selection of ready-made designs or custom designs for your special event. Orders can be placed in person at the North Knott'sville location or by phone 865 673 0471 operating hours 12 to 5 Monday through Saturday since 1992 all butter all the time magpiescakes.com let's return to our topic of apple stack cake with Robin Payne and she's written a cookbook along with her sister Gail called a taste for memories this book includes her family's memories and recipes and today she's kind enough to list out all the steps in making old-time apple stack cake. So let's hear about it right now.
3: Lady uh, Aunt Bunch, we called her. Like I said, that was my dad's aunt, um, and her and mother, her and my grandmother Hazel Rogers, they would swap recipes. And Gail's thinking this might have come from Aunt Bunch, but mm-hmm. we've got it from. Our grandmother Hazel Rogers, um, which is called Old Fashioned Stack Cake. What kind of special occasions? Usually around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's the two. Um, okay. And I'm happy to share it and I hope we can pass this on for other families to try. It's yes. really not that hard. It's just getting the cooked apples that's the mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: it may be a little harder for some people but like I said the markets have them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Taste of it. For people listening how would you describe the taste of this apple stack cake that people some people never had one mm-hmm. and how would you? Kind of um, it's not overly sweet mm-hmm. um, it just has it's got a little bit of cinnamon in it a little bit of nutmeg uh, just some cooked apples. It's just hard to describe the uh, mm-hmm. the cake part is a little darker I guess it's because of the cinnamon and nutmeg in it and the cloves uh-huh. but it just has a taste all of its own. It's uh and it keeps for days and it freezes well too. So you can make it and you know freeze one so.
1: Oh that's good to make it ahead. You can.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. And this is one of those that it's better After the, you know, I would let it sit two or three days before I even serve the first piece, but...
1: Let it fester. What ingredients
3: um, you would need to make this? Okay, Um, you're probably going to have everything on hand. Anytime you do your holiday baking, you're going to have all these ingredients, except the quart of cooked apples. That's probably the only thing you're not going to have. Uh, but everything else, you've got a cup of brown sugar, a cup of white sugar, two sticks of margarine. Uh, my sister Gail prefers to use the real butter. Uh, three eggs, a teaspoon of nutmeg, a teaspoon of cinnamon, and a dash of cloves, um, your vanilla, and your self-rising flour. So most kitchens will have that. You do any kind of holiday baking, mm-hmm. but uh, like I said, the only thing you might have to go out and buy would be your uh, apples
1: when people I have heard that it's better to use your dried apples mm-hmm. to
3: make the apple stuff mm-hmm. with what's your opinion on that well I've never used anything else I've always had dried apples so I don't know I there was one time I was running low and I met. I had some apple butter and I just kind of mixed it in with mine just to make it go a little farther mm-hmm. uh, I should actually kind of taste the difference, but it was still good, mm-hmm. but... Uh, what if you went and got you a bag of dried apples, what do you do with them to make the filling? You just cook those down. Let me see if I have the, uh, it's a like a two quart um, pan, uh-huh. pot, actually a pot. You put about cup of water in the bottom you're not going to it's just enough for the steam to come up and cook them okay and rehydrate them that's all you do mm-hmm. they will get soft and kind of not really mushy it's going to depend on now I like a wine sap apple mm-hmm. or Macintosh you don't mm-hmm. want to use golden delicious or red delicious they mm-hmm. will just cook into mush Ooh. those are good for just eating okay. but your wine sap and your Macintosh it's um, yes. what you're going to want to use. They will keep their shape a little bit. They won't cook into mush. But you'll just and they will cook down. Uh, you're mm-hmm. going to think, oh, I've got a whole huge pot, but they cook down. Oh. So after they steam, after they cook, and then uh, because of the wine sap, they will just take probably about a cup of sugar to sweeten. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't need as much Okay. and Mm -hmm. you can uh, but you don't want your filling to be too sweet so Mm -hmm. if you decide not to use a wine sap you use another one kind of just add a fourth a cup of sugar as it's cooking Mm -hmm. to kind of just to to your taste like I said you don't want it you don't want it too sweet do you put any spices in there too or just just a little sugar in the apples and cook them down A quarter cooked apples and a teaspoon of allspice. That's the only thing you'll put in there. I gotcha. And, and the sugar is sweetened to taste.
1: So what if people don't have the dried apples to make their filling? So we're talking about a cake that has layers and layers of thin layers of cake mm-hmm. with apple butter filling mm-hmm. to make the stacks. Yes.
3: So, But what if people can't get a hold of dried apples? What would they do then? Um, you can use a jar of apple butter. Okay. Just just use that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think name brand is Musselman's. Yes. Yeah. You can you can mm-hmm. use that. That's good. And you can maybe practice on that uh-huh. with your uh, making your, your What kind of pans. Do you have to have a, If you've got six layers, of okay. a little
1: thin. What kind of pan? Okay. Do you if use? you're like me,
3: you don't have six cake pans, nine inch <laughs> cake pans. You know, I have three and four um, you want to use the nine inch okay uh, cake pans and you just bake them in stages two or three at a time you can do that Oh, I gotcha. so, and uh, of course Mamma's recipe was you um, flour and grease or you grease and flour the cake pans but I am a big parchment paper fans so i would just line them with parchment paper
0: ah so they, and they don't
3: stick actually. They no Ooh, nice. they're wonderful i love parchment paper but i don't think they probably had that and I, they had wax paper i know but uh-huh. uh remember i was cooking all of these but like i said i'm a big fan of parchment paper i like it too and it cleans up really easy. it does just throw it away well, but yeah I just making yes. stages like i said uh-huh. i have three pans I got a fourth one somewhere, I don't know where it was. The last pan I had, I was looking for it and my husband was draining the oil out of the motorcycle into (laughs) one of my cake pans. Okay, that's one of my, but that's okay. So anyway, you make this in stages. That's hilarious.
1: You told us the ingredients for the cake Mm -hmm. part.
3: And will you um, walk us through
1: how you assemble those ingredients and how you make the layers? Sure
3: will. Okay. Um, now, the the ingredients: one cup brown sugar, one cup white sugar, two sticks of butter or margarine, softened, room temperature. Uh, like I said, uh, Gail prefers to use the real butter. I like margarine, so just whichever. Three eggs, a teaspoon nutmeg, a teaspoon cinnamon, a dash of cloves a tablespoon vanilla and four cups of self-rising flour. And you combine uh, all those ingredients. You may need to add just a little more flour to keep the dough from being sticky. Divide the dough into six pieces. You roll out into large circles so each circle will fit into a greased and floured nine inch cake pan or your parchment paper. (laughs) You leave one half inch space between the dough and the cake pan as the cake will expand and bake to the edge that's a kind of a secret you you don't want to you you will think oh i need to press this in the bottom of the pan completely but you don't you just need to leave a little space okay and it makes a beautiful beautiful edge when you do like i said in my one of my recipes like a pie crust that I was making. An ugly one tastes just as good as a pretty one. So you bake these at 375 degrees for just eight to ten minutes and you cool all six layers after baking. But if you do it in stages you're going to have them cool anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Save the prettiest layer for the top. Uh, You spread the apple mixture which will be your cooked apples and your allspice and your sweetened, uh, however you want to sweeten it. Uh, Spread the uh, apple mixture between each layer and refrigerate if desired. We usually do that. Uh-huh. Uh, this cake also freezes well. So it's really simple. A lot of people think, oh, this is, uh, you know, really hard recipe. It's not. Once you start making them, uh-huh. it's, it's uh, it goes pretty quick.
1: Well, when you um, pull them out, if you had it frozen or right
3: before you serve them, do you, Top it with any powdered sugar or just leave it plain? Or? We just leave it plain. Now, uh-huh. I have seen some pictures of some where they have put a little powdered sugar mm-hmm. and some has even sprinkled cinnamon sugar on top. Okay. So, either would, it's just whatever. We just grew it. We never did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, start your own tradition. You know. Yes. Make it, make it pretty or put some powdered sugar on it and put one of the doilies on, uh, on top of it and put your powdered sugar on it. It'd be beautiful. Oh, is that, Contact information
1: about Robin Payne, Peggy Hambright, Grains and Grits Fest, Kenner Tree Care, and all of our guests. Always at tennesseefarmtable.com under the link that says listen to the show. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee, Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865 686 8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care, Tree Care Nature's Play. Now here's some information that you might find real helpful. I've been wondering how long all of our farmer's markets in our area are actually going to be open this season. There's so many good things yet to can. Pumpkins and beans and sauerkraut and all kinds of good stuff to be putting up. So I've compiled a list and closing dates of our area farmer's markets in and around Knoxville. So here we go. The new Harvest Park Farmer's Market that's in North Knoxville is open until mid-November, Thursdays at 3 until 6. Easttnfarmmarkets.org runs three different markets located in Oak Ridge, Lakeshore Park, and Ebenezer Road. Now, all three of these markets run until the last weekend of November, and here are the particulars. The Lakeshore Park Farmer's Market in the Bearden area is every Friday from 3 until 6 through October. In November, they will be open Friday from 2 until 5. Ebenezer Road Farmer's Markets, that's in West Knott'sville, will open through the last weekend of November, every Tuesday, from 3 until 6 p.m. The Oak Ridge Farmer's Market, located in historic Jackson Square, is open Saturdays 8 a.m. until 12 and Wednesdays 3 p.m. until sellout until the last weekend of November. The Dixie Lee Farmer's Market in way far west Knotts County, almost to Dixie Lee Junction, is open until November 5th every Saturday, 9 until 12. All that information you just heard is also posted on the website tennesseefarmtable.com under the link that says listen to the show we want to say thank you so much for your great company here today on the tennessee farm table We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at wdvx.com or online at tennesseefarmtable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I-sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.